Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenz is holding on. Cut glory for Kablenz. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. It's that lovely jingle that you relate uh, straight away with Green Light on Premier Racing. Hello, I'm James Vandermart, the uh, co-host. Uh, I reckon I call myself the big host of the show. We've got a, a massive edition once again. It'll be short, it'll be sharp, but we're going to get through plenty. Joshy Famos is going to join us on the line a bit later on. We'll have run of the week, best bets, and of course a preview for tomorrow night's meeting at the Meadows, Saturday the 30th of April. I feel like I'm 60% of the show, and this other bloke's 40% Corey Smith, and he's on the line. Corey, what's happening, mate? I'll take 40% of the yeah. show. I'm, I'm happy with that. If I can <laughs> if I can contribute 40% of the listeners tuning in because of me, I'll be happy as well because the numbers are huge. Oh, mate, 40% of a lot is a lot, so you're going well, eh? That's it. That's it. Well, the name of this show isn't pumping our own tyres up. It's finding winners, and then we can do that. But uh, good, uh, solid nine of racing last week, mate. Was there anything that stood out for you? Oh, Set Me Free was probably the one for me. I, unfortunately, uh, again, I'm no good at this punter's punting club. I started off hot, and uh, I've been a little bit behind since then. So hopefully we can improve on that tonight. But, yeah, Set Me Free, I reckon, was the one. Well, you can't be the best punter going around everywhere. I did hear on radio this week that you were the Gosford guru. We won't talk about that, but I did hear you <laughs> tipped a whole heap of winners. Let's have a look at run of the week. Run of the week. You mentioned it just a moment ago, and I agree fully. I think Set Me Free was outstanding last week, and here is Set Me Free smashing them in race number three at the Meadows last Saturday night. Left right now, the outside. Set to go. Ready now. Racing. Romina Bale had fast. There was Set Me Free on the inside. They lead certainly down. Aston Pryden coming around the outside as Don't Tell Julie. As they turn to the back straight now and Set Me Free down on the inside. The leader. Second as Don't Tell Julie. Back on the inside there came Romina Bale. Followed then by Aston Pride. Two lengths away then came Majestic J. Followed by Left Right Now. And the trailer there would have been Winlock Megan as they travel up the back straight. And the leader is breezing in front of Set Me Free. Four lengths in front. Romina Bale followed then by Aston Pride. Up the home running, though. Set me free, clear. It'll win by two and a half lengths from Ida Bale. Third of the Aston Pride. It's exactly how you want them to win when your punters punting clubbing and tipping them as a as a special there, Corey. It was a nice little win, 5.15, And what I liked about the run, she was able to recapture what she did at Sandown Park a couple of weeks prior. Yeah, we did discuss that last week. That uh, had the, the 29, I think it was 29.24 or somewhere around the mark. And... And really did bring that back over the meadows, which is is what you want to, which which is what you want to see. You want to see them do it at both city tracks. Saturday's preview. I've never really had a chat to you, Corey, about what you think of our stingers. They were put together before we uh, we really launched the show, but I, I still don't half mind them. They're a bit jokey, a bit funny. We still don't know who does them, but I think they're not too bad. What are your thoughts on them? No, I, I rate them. They've really grown on me. I thought mm. they were a bit, uh, a bit <laughs> odd the first time I, I heard them, but they've no, they've grown on me. They're part of the uh, the greatest punting podcast that there is. That's a big wrap. Uh, for the listeners out there, part of the family here on the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast, if you do like the Stingers, let us know or let us know how we could improve them. You can either go to uh, GRV socials, which is Facebook, uh, Twitter and also Instagram. Instagram in particular, if you send them a message there, it will get back to us, uh, the leaders of this great show. 
Meadows, Greyhound Racing, Saturday night, under lights, mate. It is all about finding winners. Uh, let's tear through this program. 12 races, first to go at 6.35. Race one, I tipped it last time, Rothwell Random, so I'll go again now. It's drawn the cherry. Race one, number one for me. I also tipped this one last time, Aston Rayner. It's... I was on last week, and she went pretty well, and I think she looks like the early leader as well, so uh, I'll stick with Aston Ray. Oh, I think it's fair to say no idea race two. I'm going to go with the five Omaha Bale, but very, very little confidence here. I think it's a tough one. How do you see it? I nearly did a U and just sat out this one, but I'll, <laughs> I'll go with Romana Bale from the seven. I don't like the box, but... I think she is starting to put it together. So hopefully we can get the job done with Romana Bale. Race number three, I think the pink's drawn nicely here. Speed from Gladkey out in five will come across. And I think wrote the script with the, the rise in distance. This race uh, is a final from the heats at Ballarat. So the Ballarat to Meadows final. Gladkey was a little bit too quick at Ballarat. I just think the longer trip, the two turns, it's going to suit run the script. And therefore, probably one of the better chances of the night. Race three, number eight for me. Yeah, no, I agree. I think wrote the script... Uh, should be winning this one. It was obviously in a lot tougher company at Sandown in, in a, the launching pad series and uh, went to Ballarat and then come back to the Meadows. I think the rise in distance suits and box eight also suits. So it ticks quite a few boxes. Yeah, that's how you do punning, isn't it? When it ticks enough boxes, you can really launch on them. Always gamble responsibly, but I think it, it'll be hard to beat. Race four, one that I think you'd like, Belvialin. I drawn the inside here. I'm going for it this week. I went against last week, but I think the... The, the plus of going from an awkward draw last week to a good box this week could be all the difference. Yeah, no, I'm with Balvialin as well. I'm, I'm very wary of runaway miss, but I think with the draw, Balvialin getting the, the inside is what it wants. And look, it's broken 30 seconds before, and I think it can go even quicker. And with runaway miss being the main, main danger, being drawn a little bit sticky, I think we should be all right. Sounds like it's worth taking a risk on Belleville in race five. Uh, tough little race, this one. The pink is Dusty Lynn. You tipped this last week. We're going to have a chat to Joshy Formosa at the end of the show when I get rid of you, Corey. So how, how do you see this one playing out? I thought it was a pretty tricky race. Yeah, I think it's a tricky race as well. There's, there's a few in it that I've tipped previously on this show. I think the seven's got plenty of ability. Here comes Pi. I've landed with a six Pazienza, I think. There is a little bit of speed out wide, and I think this one might be the quickest of the lot. So if we can get out in front, uh, anything can happen there. But I certainly wouldn't discount Dusty Lynn, and we'll uh, we'll have to hear from Josh what he what he likes, whether he thinks he's a big chance from there or not. Yeah, he's always walking around with a bit of swagger lately, uh, Joshy. So it wouldn't be surprised me if he tips him on top at eight dollars in the watchdog. I'm going to go with a seven. I think the speed will come from six and eight. Uh, and if here comes Pike and track them, can beat them. Race six, probably, in my opinion, close to best bet of the night here, Jarek Bale, but it's a deep race. You've got Kalinda Lady. You've got the three-time Group 1 winner, Gypsy Wyong, as well. No disrespect to him, but he doesn't feel like a Group three, a group 1 winner three times, does he, Gypsy Wyong? No, no, she's uh, she's a star. She's She just kind of creeps up on you, and you just when you least expect it, she just bobs up and wins a Group 1, and... She's an absolute star, but Jarek Bale, I think the 600 is his goal. I know he's a Group 1 winner in the Sale Cup over the 650, but I think drawn inside over the 600 metres, I think that's his go. There's obviously plenty of talent in the race, but, yeah, he ticks plenty of boxes. Race 7 on with the Red Mapunga Stella, but a hard race. Yeah, I, I, this is the hardest race of the night for mine. Mm. I've, I've landed with Snapper Smith, but only because I don't want to jump off her. Uh, mm. I, I'm not, it's not a high-confidence race, but, um, yeah, Snapper Smith for me. You've got your favourites, haven't you? I'm going to go Kasai, race eight, number eight. Uh, I just think can get a nice run across at the start. I'm going to keep a close eye on the red, though, Kaheem Bale. 
Yeah, I've, I've written down I'm absolutely torn on Kaziah and uh, Kaheem Bale. I think I'm leaning towards Kaheem Bale, but only because I think it'll be a better price. Uh, you could probably um, back them both, though, and, and make a profit. Mm. I think they're the two most likely winners, and, yeah, I, I can't split them. Bundle them up, mate. The old bundle bet you can't go wrong. Race nine's another hard race. It's not sounding very promising, is it? Uh, I'll go with the red Fabriola zero. I think the key could be the box drawer, but again, it's a hard one. It means value, though. At first look, I went with Fabriola zero, but I, I might be mad, but I think Tiberia Bale's going to be a pretty big price, and I reckon an each-way bet it could bob up in one of these races. It's just, yeah, I... I like I said, I could be mad, but um, I've landed on Tiberia Bale on top. I feel like a broken record. Race 10's tricky as well. I'm going three Shimapunga, 29.84 PB. Very hit or miss. If it's hit tomorrow night, I think Shimapunga can win. I'm with Sheik. Yeah. Uh, obviously, first up after a little bit of a spell is, is the big query. Um, I think... I don't know what price is going to come up. If we get north of $2, I think it's probably worth mm. finding out whether she's fit enough or not. But I'll give um, you two, yeah. Corey. I'll give you two bucks on her, I reckon. <laughs> All right, beautiful. I'll, well, I'll take that. We'll have a little side bet. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's illegal to, to book make on a, on a podcast. Uh, we're not actually doing it. But, uh, no, look, I think I think at two, I think she'll be over $2 fairly confidently. I think Shimapunga and also the Blue Jai's Jet will take a little bit of the market away. Well, we'll have to see, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'm happy to land on Sheik if she's that sort of odds. Race 11 is my best bet of the night, number one, my Neo. He's a mad railer, draws a winnable race. There's not a host of speed in it, so when we spoke about ticking boxes, he ticks a stack. Race 11, number one, my best bet of the night. Yeah, perfectly drawn, has the pace to lead. Vader Bale and Studley can both show a little bit of pace, mm. but I think my Neo is just a, a different kettle of gravy to them, and the, the PB is 29.87, and I reckon he could give that a nudge. Mm, race 12, Jefferson County for me. Gary Johnson's on a real ride at the moment with his dog. He won the GOTBA Cup at Sandown. There's no reason why he won't win this. Yeah, no, I agree. There's a little bit of pace. You were uh, pretty keen on Dusty Burbsky last week, and I said I wanted to see him do it at the Meadows. I, he, he didn't quite get there. I think I really do want to see him win at the Meadows before I jump on. So I'm happy to be with Jefferson County, who, as you said, was great at Sandown last start. That's his concern, though, Jefferson County. If Burbsky pushes off as hard as he does, they could open the race up for the Reds, so we'll have to see what happens. Was there a best bet on the program from you, Mr. Smith? Yeah, race three, number eight, wrote the script for Brooke Ennis, I think. Uh, perfectly drawn, has a bit of pace. Um, yeah, I, I think wrote the script is the one that I'm probably most confident on for the night. Any reason you kept that to yourself and didn't let the punters know earlier? Well, I just wanted to see what you were doing. I, I've, I've, I've changed my opinion a couple of times to try and get something different for you, and it hasn't worked because you've been cleaning up the last couple. So I thought I'd wait till the end and see what happens. Go with your guts, mate. Here we go. Hunters Hunting Club. It's relaxing. It's exciting. It's everything you want about a stinger to get you pumped up for the Punters Punning Club. I could have had, I reckon, three different bets in the race. Um, I like wrote the script as well. Uh, Bell Violin, I think, is an each-way bet. Jarek Bale's an each-way bet if they open up 280, which we're seeing in the watchdog. But oh, I've just settled on my best bet. Race 11, number one, my Neo. I've probably learnt of, of the late couple of weeks. I've, I've said that poorly, but I've learnt the last couple of weeks, Corey. Sometimes just go with your gut. Go with the best bet of the night and, and back them for the nose as well. So race 11, number one, I'll have 50 on the snout. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I mean... I've outsmarted myself a few times, which is easy with someone with someone who has as little brain capacity as myself. But $50 on the nose. As you know, I'm a 
I'm a uh, win punter predominantly and wrote the script $50 on the nose. He's uh, very hard to beat. Come on. I feel like I'm trying to transition you away from win punting too. <laughs> yeah, you really are just putting <laughs> the pressure on. I'll tell you what, I might transition if wrote the script doesn't get the job done, but I'm confident. I think we can get back on the board and I can uh, get this win train rolling. Mate, confidence is key. Good luck tomorrow night. Thanks for coming on. Uh, once again, we're going to kick you off and get the great man Joshy Famosa on now. Cheers, Jim. Thanks again. Inside Info. Well, we move on now to Inside Info and a man who is part of the royal family, I think they call them up near Heathcote, is uh, well and truly a Formosa. I speak of Joshy Formosa. He's ventured out, he's found his princess and he's heading back home. That's what I've been told. How are you, Joshy? Not bad, mate. How are you? I'm going well, mate. Is that the story? You left uh, left Heathcote, you found a princess in Corey Heinrich and you're about to, to go out back to Heathcote and start up a full-time training setup. Is that the, the gist of what's going on? No, he's spot on, mate. Um, yeah, it's uh, been down here a year with Corey now and uh, working for the dailies and we've learnt a lot and we're getting offered a lot of dogs and stuff so we thought why not step out and give it a crack on our own and see how we go. Mate, you've had a wonderful run of it of late. Uh, I want to start right at the start for you. Obviously born into a, a pretty keen uh, racing family up there, the Famosa's well known in Heathcote. Is, is that how the love for greyhound racing began? Yeah, it's just been a couple of generations and but I went to try and be a landscaper for a couple of weeks and had no idea what was going on because it wasn't a greyhound. So I went back to training and uh, it's all it's been since then. And just about every person up near Tallinn, Heathcote or, or wherever it is up that way, mate, they're, if they're Formosas, they're involved in greyhound racing. I think that's fair to say. No, exactly. We don't know anything else. We get off the plane from Malta, get handed a lead muzzle, and that's all we do. <laughs> it's worked out well for you. Hey, uh, you had some great success, mate. You've moved down, obviously, uh, dating Corey and, and working for the dailies. It, it, must have, it must be a great thrill, and you must be learning so much from, from that experience as well. Yeah, it's all happened pretty quick, and that hasn't really sunk in. Like We've made a couple of good races, and the dogs were getting like. It's just so much better than what I had. And, um, yeah, we're just rolling with the punches and it seems to be falling our way at the moment. Good to go. Pretty special dog. He's racing tonight in Sydney as we record this uh, Friday afternoon, obviously, for tomorrow night's meeting at the Meadows. But he's been a special one. He came from WA and you probably expected he was going to be a nice dog, but maybe not as nice as he's turned out. Um, well, I sort of always thought he'd be pretty good. Like, they had him up for 15 grand and I rang him up and they said they took him off the market so we pushed and pushed we ended up paying 20 for him that's how much i liked him and yeah. um yeah he's lucky he's made me look like a genius not a dickhead so <laughs> <laughs> well it's worked out well he won the the runway that must have been exciting for you mate biggest winning racing so far yeah it's well, other than winning the heat uh to the Hume cup that was pretty good but yeah as the prize money sort of thing that was probably the best race we've won so far moving ahead uh you are now moving back to heathcote to set up a, a training uh, set up there. Can you tell us a little bit about what you will be doing, obviously, with Corey and, and the website or the Facebook as well, so we can keep an eye on your racing? Yeah, well, we've got a page on Facebook. It's J&K Greyhound Racing, so get on there and give it a like and have a little read, and it'll tell you a little bit about what we do. But, um, yeah, we, we're breeding a few litters ourselves, doing a bit of pre-training for people, training for people, training for ourselves. So we're going to be doing a fair bit and be pretty busy, but... Um, been down here and learning a lot and see how they do it at the dailies. It's um, been pretty good to learn and uh, we're pretty confident we can go out and do it on our own. Well, speaking of going out, doing it on your own, you're having a good run yourself. Dusty Lynn goes around tomorrow night. It's a tough assignment, uh, race five, box number eight, but 
probably another greyhound. At first, she was a little bit iffy, I think it's fair to say, but you've been able to to get a really nice career out of her. She's won almost 30000 in prize money. She's had nine wins of her, the 14 placings, and you go through her form lately, and last week, mate, she came out in 5.07 from box number five, so she's almost been a greyhound that's got better the older she's got. Yeah, that's it. I see Corey tipped her last week, and she went around to 18 bucks. He, well, he, you wouldn't have shut him up if she had a one, so it was probably good for you that she didn't. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, uh, she's just she's a funny little dog. She's hit and miss, but um, on a night, if she gets it right, she can run time, and if, if she comes out in that time, she's going to put herself in the race tomorrow night, so just cross our fingers. What's the dream, mate? Obviously, becoming a full-time, flat-out trainer with success, but obviously, is there is there races in mind that you'd love to win? Um, I used to keep it pretty simple, but the, the things I've learnt and the way like me and Corey are progressing together, um, I think we can just about win any race if we've got the right dog. So we're just going to try and get all the all the dogs in and um, just have a crack at everything. So see how we go. Still have time for a cafe lunch? Yeah, I'll, we make time for that every week, don't you worry. <laughs> I see plenty of photos, mate. One race, if you had to pick one that you'd want to win right now, is it a Melbourne Cup, a million-dollar chase? What's the one that, that the, uh, the J&K kennels want to want to strive success with um well we'll probably have to go the million moment. we got one at semis and um coming for me i think he's a bit of a chance off the red so um if we can um sneak through a big chance next week inside box so yeah i'd have to say that for now won't take long will it uh to to do that off the checklist if that's the case just quickly on him mate good to go he gets a run as an emergency tonight you, you rate him a bit of a chance Oh, yeah, 100%. As like, I've been watching the market. He's 51 into 12, so a couple of dogs to his outside aren't so quick away. So he might get a nice little spot going through the first turn, and he's he's pretty strong. So, yeah, he can shake him up if he lands in a nice spot. Well, good luck. Firstly, tonight, mate, and obviously moving forward and, and with the uh, the big start of the uh, the new training kennels as well, mate, we wish you well. We know you're a fan of the podcast, so, uh, so good luck, and we'll cheer you home for the next couple of months and years ahead. No, I love the podcast, mate. It's the best one. Yes, it is, Joshy. Huge thanks to uh, Josh Famosa jumping on his favourite podcast, The Green Light On, with James Vandermark, Premier Racing at headquarters, both Sandown and the Meadows. Well, that is all we have for you for another edition. Hope you've enjoyed the last 15 or 20 minutes. Until next time, punters, safe travelling, happy punting, and don't forget, keep an eye out for the deep dive with the great man, Rob Britton, trainer of Fanta Bale, Tornado Tears, Here's Tears, and so many more. 